This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. It is good news for travelers, but does it go far enough? I'm talking about the news we're awaiting tomorrow that travelers coming into Canada who've only been out of the country for 72 hours or less will no longer need to produce a negative PCR test. Those tests that can range between $150 and $300. Now, some critics are saying, why not do away with this testing altogether for double vaccinated travelers? Joining us to discuss, Martin Firestone, president of Travel Secure Inc., and Jim Diodati, Mayor of Niagara Falls, Ontario. Welcome to you both. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Marty, what do you think about this? Is this a good first start? Uh, Should we get rid of PCR testing altogether? What are your thoughts? Well, I think it's a great start. Until we hear actually today or tomorrow exactly what's happening, it's a step in the right direction. It's removing the one stumbling block that has prevented the day tripper for sure within the 72 hours going over. Now one hopes it extends to the longer trips. And also, when will Americans be allowed to come into Canada with no uh, PCR test required? That's, that's what we're waiting for. Right. And we'll get more of those details tomorrow. What we also don't know, um, Martin, is uh, about short haul flights. Say you fly down to New York City on a Friday and come back on a Monday morning. Do you qualify for not having to have the PCR test as well? Great question. And maybe the mayor has the answer. I do not know yet, but I'm leaning towards they've got to be consistent. So if you are within a 72 hour time frame, even with air, it should be also non-requirement to get the PCR. But I have no answer at this point. As a border mayor, uh, Jim Diodata, you must be very happy with this development. Well, Jane, definitely for anyone who lives along the border, and the majority of Canadians do live along the border, it definitely makes it more convenient for that quick cross-border visit to family, friends, shopping. Uh, maybe you want to do, a, as you mentioned, a quick flight at one of the, the nearby airports for a weekend. Matter of fact, I'm calling right now from Florida. I'm down here right now. I flew out of Buffalo and of course, I'm following the news like everyone else. And right now, Ottawa sent out test balloons, and they're obviously checking polls and opinions to see the reaction. But it's definitely a step, as Martin said, it's a step in the right direction. It needs to go farther. And I can tell you, I've already spoken with many in our tourism industry, and they said, well, we kind of feel like our hands are tied behind our back now. Canadians are allowed to take their hard-earned money and spend it in the U.S. within 72 hours, but Americans cannot reciprocate. So they're saying that's a little bit of a frustration point. They're looking for some clarification on when that'll be turned into more of a symbiotic relationship. But we're still waiting for the official regulations to be uh, announced. Right, because, I mean, it's great for Canadians if you want to go over to the Walden Galleria for a day, but not so good uh, for you folks in Niagara Falls, Ontario, hoping to see some Americans spending their money. That's exactly right. I mean, we've got our Winter Festival of Lights, which just kicked off bigger than ever. We've got our downtown Christmas market that goes right through December 19th. And of course, our music festival this year, which goes from Boxing Day to New Year's Eve. We've got a whole bunch of events, but we're hoping the tourists will come because typically in Niagara Falls, we're the number one leisure destination in Canada, up to 14 million people. 
And typically 25% of them are Americans and they represent 50% of the revenue. So their dollars matter and 40,000 people in Niagara count on tourism to feed their families. So everyone's watching this closely. And I did speak to some operators and they said, we're in the midst of hiring people We hope we're not making a big mistake right now. We expected more of a reciprocal opening. Well, how how many more Americans are you seeing now? Like, are you seeing Americans come over, spending the the money on the PCR test, coming in, staying for a matter of days or a week, and then they have to get the antigen test to go back? Are you seeing much of that, or is it a slow trickle? No, it's a slow trickle, Jane. There's been very, very little uptick. And, you know, I always say uh, tourist uh, people and tourists, they're like water. They take the path of least resistance. And Americans love coming to Canada because we're similar. We're another country, but we're similar. And when they there's uncertainty, when they don't know what to expect, and there's been a lot of uncertainty, they choose not to come. And by and large, Americans have passed on Canada. And it's not a good thing for our tourism industry. We don't want them to get used to doing that. They find other places to go. We want it to be convenient, safe, but convenient to come to Canada. And I think by allowing them to come here, it'll further incentivize more Americans to get vaccinated because that'll be one of the privileges to those fully vaccinated. Martin and Martin Firestone is with us as well as Mayor Diodati. Um, uh, Marty is with Travel Secure Inc. How uh, how are the numbers of uh, Canadian travelers now heading out of the country, maybe going to the Caribbean? Are you starting to see that uptick? So firstly, Snowbird, it is beyond any expectations I ever had. It is towards a pre-pandemic 2019 at this point. So last year, around 30% went. We are seeing close to 100% now. So that's the good news with respect to states like Florida, Arizona, California, Texas, things like that. The Caribbean sun destinations, their hesitancy still there because, of course, if it's with children and Christmas holidays, they're still facing the issue of the two-week quarantine for the unvaccinated children from school when they get back. So we're not seeing as much of that. And the snowbirds, they aren't worried yet about coming back in April that this PCR test or even a rapid test will be necessary. So I think... Uh, they're just saying uh, it's not a problem for me right now, but we'll wait and see. Uh, Mayor Diodati, you're down in Florida. Interesting. What are you hearing from snowbirds and other Canadians who are down there? I, I, my dad just got back from being in Florida, and he said the snowbirds are counting on that PCR test uh, being eliminated so they don't have to spend that extra money coming home. Your, your dad's exactly right. And so I'm down here right now, you know, visiting my daughter and I'm with my son. And it's funny, it's a lot quieter than it normally is. And they are so grateful to have Canadians coming back. And the other thing of interest, you know, everyone was so concerned about the numbers in Florida because at one point they were one of the worst places to be. Well, they're now the, the best place. They have the best COVID numbers in all the U.S., including better than California and New York. And here I find probably 20% still wear masks. All the people, the wait staff and people behind counters all have masks, uh, public transit masks, and everybody's still distancing, and they've got hand sanitizer everywhere. So they're still respectful, but they're more relaxed and a lot more out, outside activity. So they are so waiting for the Canadians. I know Canadians are planning to come back, and they're all hoping that they don't have to go through the test because I know a lot of situations where the results weren't ready in time, then people got to the border, and they were looking at major fines. It's, it's, it's really frustrating, a major encumbrance for 
that nice flow that we've always enjoyed across the border. A lot of people have said, if I'm fully vaccinated, I've done the right thing. Let's incentivize us. Let's allow people to get back to normal. Well, that's exactly right, too, Martin. Um, For people who are double vaccinated against the virus, the, the chance of having severe disease or hospitalization is dramatically reduced. Why not let people who are double vaxxed travel the globe at their own risk? The remaining argument, and believe me, I agree with the mayor 100%, and I believe fully vaccination should be that passport enough that you need. The only argument, and it's not coming from me, believe me, is just that unvaccinated children, though, are still exposed potentially to a traveler who could get the virus, albeit a mild case, and then they could get it. So that's the last remaining argument that's out there. But as time goes on and vaccination uh, levels go up and and virus levels go down, I think that'll all be put to rest, no doubt about it. Phone lines are always open here on Fight Back, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Sita in Mississauga. What would you like to add? Hi. Hi, Jane. What's the difference between one day and seven days? COVID doesn't know the difference. A person can contract the virus during that time. So why don't they lower the cost for the PCR testing? After all, we're still in a pandemic. Yeah, the cost of the, thank you for calling in, the cost of the PCR test versus the antigen test. And we had this conversation with our pharmacist friends yesterday. Um, Martin, it is, it is cost prohibitive for a lot of people. I mean, even going over for a week, uh, I know families now thinking about March break uh, to go to Florida for March break with a family of five. You're looking at a thousand dollars in tests to come back. You, you are, unless you've read recent stories. And again, these exist, that people are having zero issues getting these PCR tests for free. How and why? I'm hearing, though, it's zero issue in certain areas. Unless you're kidding, though, it can't be universal around the globe. But in Florida and areas, you're walking into a local drugstore and getting the either PCR test or another accepted test that you know about called an NAAT test that Government of Canada is accepting, 24-hour turnaround, and it's free. So uh, just playing the advocate here for a moment that there is some offerings of free PCR tests right now that I'm not sure anybody or the whole world knows about. Yeah, it's really a wild, the Wild West, this whole testing thing. It's, um, it, it's, there's, there is no consistency across the board at all. None. And I can't understand how a Canadian can go in and get a test that's paid for by the U.S. government for a Canadian when it was meant to be for uninsured citizens of the United States. <laughs> There's just loopholes galore going on. And ultimately, it's not the answer, but we got to figure out you know, where the end is with all of this. Uh, Marty, I was recently, my husband and I were in the Dominican Republic. All went well, got the PCR test at the resort. Uh, We were negative. Uh, You know, they checked our PCR test results probably six times at the Punta Cana airport. And that got me to thinking, we are very well protected in this country from COVID entering the borders. I mean, maybe this wasn't always the way, but it does seem to be, I mean, when you think about it, uh, the flip side, you know, in terms of protecting ourselves against COVID, uh, the borders have been very tight and very difficult to get across. They, they definitely have. And, and I just think people in general right now, 
as they continue to be away longer for the three-day period, so the longer ones, I guess the opportunity of getting exposed becomes greater, and somehow they figured that that still isn't in the realm to waive it. But uh, that will, down the road, become something that they will be doing, I'm sure, or reduce it at best, or at least, I should say, to a rapid test for $20 and not a two to $300 PCR test. Right, right. because um, uh, Mayor Diodati, our pharmacist yesterday, were saying that the efficacy of these rapid antigen tests are pretty good. I mean, they do, they're up into the 90 percentile uh, for uh, revealing whether a person has COVID or not. Well, and that's the way we look at it. It's all about risk management, Jane. And I think Martin was right on the money with everything he said. I mean, there are ways around it. The loopholes everywhere, and I'm well aware of it. You can book online a week before at CVS or Walgreens and just give your hotel as your address and you will get your test and it'll be free. And uh, he's 100% right. I think Dr. Fauci nailed that it. it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So we understand what's going on. But risk management, even getting in your car, people die every day in car accidents. We don't ban driving in cars. We wear seatbelts instead, and we have airbags, and we drive sensibly and don't drink and drive. Same with this. I mean, you don't act Wild West. You do things sensibly. It's all about risk management, being reasonable and having a reasonable approach. Let's just talk about, um, just to give you a moment here, Mayor Diodati, because I know it's been a tough time for you people in Niagara Falls. Uh, for, for people thinking about doing day trips from the Toronto area, the GTA, what's on offer right now at Niagara Falls? I mean, of course, you always have the falls to look at, but, you know, reasons to travel here in our own backyard. Well, that's a great uh, opportunity. We created a program in Niagara Falls called safetoplay.ca and safetostay.ca, where we, we went above and beyond provincial protocols for COVID. We brought an epi- epidemiologist to help us. We did a lot of pivoting and a lot of proactive approach. We're not big on the stick here. We prefer the carrot approach and incentivize people in a friendly way. So because COVID has been so tough on tourism, there's great deals, amazing hotel deals, attractions, restaurants. It's a really great time to travel. Even me in Florida right now, some of the deals are fantastic. So we encourage people to come down. The only thing you'll leave with is great memories. We've got, the, as I mentioned, we've got the downtown Christmas market in Queen Street, which is every Thursday or Friday, Saturday, and Sunday right till the 19th. We've got the Winter Festival of Lights, which is free. Millions of lights, amazing displays. And, of course, Music Week between Boxing Day and New Year's Eve. A lot of great things going on. And we're, we've got a lot of spots for people that want to visit, a lot of great deals. And Martin, we are out of time, but just to give the last few seconds to you in terms of trends for travel in 2022, uh, all going well, what do you think is going to be the hot spot to visit next year? Well, I'm hoping that summer of 2022 brings back international travel. I don't see anybody running to Italy and France right now, but it's in the works and people seem to be making plans at this point to head out. So I think we have to be on the lookout to hope that the PCR test is done, the rapid test will be done, and people can travel freely to other countries and internationally. So that's the hope for next year, summer of 2022. Thank you both so much for your time today. Thanks Thanks for having me. Martin Firestone is president of Travel Secure Inc. And Jim Diodati is the mayor of Niagara Falls, Ontario. Jane for Libby, tomorrow is free for all Friday. We will talk to you then. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.